Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Full steam ahead, brother. Busy, busy news week. Thank you to everyone at the NRA convention in Dallas. You guys and ladies out there were amazing. Uh, What a crowd of people. We walked off that uh, little elevated platform at the NRA TV booth, for those of you who were there. And uh, there were just, Joe, endless supporters. People love you, by the way. Oh, you, had, yeah. <laughs> you should have been Why well, I got so many people asking about producer Joe. Thank you very much. Thank I was you. flattered. <laughs> uh, it was really an incredible, uh, incredible uh, time. I, my wife and I both, a lot of you met Paula there. We're just floored by uh, all the attention you, you gave us. It, it It's honestly, I was like a little humbled by it and overwhelmed. Um, also, thanks to everyone who watched Life, Liberty, and Levin last night. I got about 500 emails about it this morning. Uh, many of them on the socks. Little backstory, I had an interesting pair of socks on. It was not the pair of socks I intended. That was uh, more for a different visit. I had a pair of black socks, and I brought the wrong ones. They were two different socks. Now, listen, (laughs) two different black socks usually isn't a big deal. Unless one of them has a stripe going along the side and the other doesn't. There you go. So, therefore, that's the backstory behind the socks. And if you watch Life, Liberty, and Levin, you can see it on YouTube or uh, on on a few DVR'd it. You'll see exactly what I mean. So, there's the backstory for the socks. All right. All right. I got a lot to cover today. Uh, It is, uh, this is one of those shows I'm super excited about because there's so much going on. Logan Act violations, John Kerry, NBC fake news, Alyssa Milano, Democrat war on religion, uh, Dick Sporting Goods. It goes on and on and on. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Wax RX. I got to use that today, by the way. Sometimes after I get a haircut, I use this because my ears, you're not supposed to be cleaning them with the cotton swabs. You're not supposed to stick those in your ears. It's actually very, it's dangerous. So when your ears aren't clean, they can get really uncomfortable. They itch, they're painful and can get plugged up, making it harder to hear. That's a problem I'm having now. Many people use cotton swabs, candling, or drugstore remedies to clean their ears, but they don't really do the job. They can even be dangerous. Now you can get a real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX earwash system is doctor-developed and works safely when other products fail. The Wax RX system is the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. Wax RX comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. Hey, save some money. The doctor-developed Wax RX system uses special wax-softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. It has a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. Finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes the ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Visit GoWaxRx.com today to order your uh, reusable earwash system today. Check it out. Visit GoWaxRx, GoWaxRx.com. Order it today. Use promo code DAN, free shipping, right to your door. Check that out. GoWaxRx.com. I'm using it today. I'm not messing with you, folks. After I get a haircut, I use it. Sometimes I get those little hairs, and it's really annoying. You're like itching your ears all the time. Okay. Uh, big news tonight. Super excited about this. Hat tip to Shannon Watts, Bloomberg flunkish and shill, anti-gun civil liberties advocate. I know you're listening to the show, Shannon, and I know you're telling everybody you're not. But hey, welcome. It's good to have you here. Yeah. Shannon Watts, who is an anti-gun uh, advocate. She wants to take away your right to protect you and your family. Also professional um, Dana Lash nuisance, by the way. Shannon, who stalks Dana Lash uh, frequently on Twitter. 
I had to give Dana a break this weekend, Joe. So uh, Shannon and I had a back and forth. Now, keep in mind, again, who Shannon Watts is. She's a Bloomberg, uh, suppose, I don't know, some kind of PR person. But she's amazingly bad at PR for <laughs> someone who's supposed to be an expert in public relations. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Like, I get it. Everybody wants to be, you know, the guy and puff your chest and the bravado. Yeah. Like, I won in this Twitter war with Shannon Watts back and forth. But this is an anti-gun advocate wants to take away your guns. Again, she's a Bloomberg flunky there. And she's supposed to be in public relations to get other people to get on her side, Joe, to take mm-hmm. away your guns. Yet this weekend, she lied. Oh, I mean, lied like it just factually incorrect. She made a series of statements about the NRA convention that were patently false. They're false statements. They're just incorrect, easily provable to be incorrect. But, you know, Joe, liberals and yeah. honesty is not really that that's yeah. not really their thing. Um, so we get that. Now, having said that. With, uh, with Shannon Watts. Here's what happened. She put out a statement that said, oh, Dana Lash got on stage to speak at the NRA convention, Joe, when it was a gun-free zone. Eh, wrong. Well, Shannon, don't let the facts get in the way of a good argument. Now, I'm going to break down a few of the dopey things she said uh, in, in a minute, but I just want to let you know I'm super stoked about this, Joe. Tonight, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. NRATV.com. Free yeah. for you to watch. It's yeah. on Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, Amazon Fire. But yeah. it's free at NRATV.com. Check out the new website. It's awesome. Yeah. I will be debating Shannon oh, Watts. Oh. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yes. Of course, Shannon Watts is not actually going to show up for the debate. I challenged her, and she did what every liberal does, Joe, which is what? She ran for the hills. Yeah. I'm not going to debate you. Nobody watches that. Oh, really? Are you sure about that? Because I just went to a meeting this weekend in Dallas, and I promise you people watch. But you know what? Again, that's kind of like one of those kindergarten things. Nobody watches that. Eh. Okay. Joe, uh, now listen. You and I are pretty we – we never fluff up our audience for people. Um, I'm not incorrect, Joe, by saying we do millions of downloads a month of the show, right? Yeah, you got it, buddy. So that's right. I said that to her too. I go, you're so brave on Twitter, and yet I give you an open forum to defend your lies, and you run for the hills, and then your comeback is so childish. Nobody listens to that. I mean, I have a. Yeah, I mean, my kindergartner says things like that. She does. I'm not even kidding. I don't like you anymore, my kid. Well, I love my daughter, but when she gets mad at us, she, this is Shannon Watts. I don't like you. Nobody watches that. No, okay. Well, I assure you, about two million downloaders a month listen to the show. So uh, I, I'm not going to even give you the NRA TV numbers uh, for obvious reasons, but trust me, you are uh, way out of your league. So. I will be debating her tonight on the show. She didn't show up. So we're going to slap her picture up on a chair like we always do when liberals challenge us, like Miranda Yaver, the other one. And we'll be debating her. Now, a couple points on this. The NRA being a uh, uh, the speech being a gun free zone. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, I was a Secret Service agent. I, I don't remember Shannon serving in the Secret Service. I must have missed her, Joe, during her time. Yeah, oh, was, yeah, that's right. She wasn't. Uh, matter of fact, I don't know what she did before It was a big this. secret. Really yeah. Yeah, it was, she was such a secret agent. Nobody knew she was. That's a good. That's very, dude, I'm telling you. You're a, you're, this is why I love Joe. I can't get rid of him. If he has a heart attack, forget it. The show would fall apart, right? Who else am I going to throw this off to? But, yes, yeah, she was such a Secret Service agent, so nobody knew she was there. Shannon's trying to claim. Sorry if I'm talking fast. I'm just super excited about this story. I know I got to slow down a bit. Shannon's claiming that it was a gun-free zone. 
the NRA folks did not have a gun-free zone at the convention. That's just the... I, I don't know... It's like me trying to like defend if someone says an apple's an orange. You're like, mm-hmm. um, no, it's an apple. No, no, it's an orange. Um, it's an apple. This is so dumb. I don't even know how to defend it, but this is what the left does. That was not the NRA. Where Donald Trump was going to speak, the Secret Service has this thing called a federally protected area, and they usually set up a magnetometer checkpoint, and it's not a gun-free zone. They set up restrictions on firearms. That's not the NRA rules. I promise you there were thousands of people at the NRA convention who were had their firearms. I, I was there. I don't know what else to tell you. You're, you're just making that up because you're silly, and liberals are silly, and they're liars. <laughs> I mean, how can you, and people buy it. Oh, the NRA yeah. was a gun freezer. Um, okay, whatever. Well, like the kids say, whatevs, you're just making that up. Now, this is why she doesn't want to come on the show to debate, because she knows she can't defend that. Right. I was on the floor. People, you were allowed to legally carry your firearm at the convention. Now, even her premise that during the Trump speech, it was a gun-free zone is false. It was not a gun-free zone. There were firearms restrictions, but it was not a gun-free zone. Why, Joe? That zone was protected yeah. by Secret Service exactly. agents with a Sig Sauer P229, which is a firearm. Mm-hmm. Probably some ERT folks with the Fabrique National P90. Cat team members with the AR-15 platform. Secret Service agents with the Remington 870 shotgun and the Heckler & Coke MP5. Joe, all... Guns. Firearms. Guns. Yes. Yes. Guns. So it's amazing that it's... So Shannon, what you're saying is, I guess, that it wasn't a gun-free zone. It was a gun-full zone, actually. Yeah. yeah. There were quite a few guns there. And what you're saying is what? That when we... We're all entitled to Secret Service protection, too? So that when we walk around, we should all have Secret Service details? I don't get what you're saying. Because... In essence, you're you're just you're saying it was a gun free zone. It's not. It was an area protected by guns. A luxury, in other words, I phrase that poorly. Mm-hmm. We're not afforded. You are your own bodyguard in real life, in the real world that Shannon Watts doesn't live in. You're your own bodyguard. We don't have government provided, highly trained agents. If we did, some of us may or may not choose to carry. If we had a team of bodyguards, I would still choose to carry anyway. But Shannon's point is ridiculous, which is, you know, it doesn't, it's all Shannon, that's her expertise, ridiculosity, okay? It was not a gun-free zone. The, you know, I, I, talking about these, it's just, Joe, I get dumber every time we address these people. Now, yeah. one more point on the NRA convention. Yeah. And I'll be debating Shannon later, don't you worry, don't miss the show, it's going to be classic. Because again, she's just too terrified to show up, which is, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, by the way, I get it, Shannon. Later will be the snowflake, misogynistic, war on women comments stuff. I, I get it. We're already there. I, I understand. Yeah, b- please spare us all the nonsense, okay? You, 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 you attack people every day relentlessly on Twitter. And then when you get called out for being the liar you are, that I, un- believe me, I understand that's next. Because that's all you've got. You've got nothing else. She says to me on Twitter, Joe, oh, look, here comes the ad hominems. No, you're a liar. <laughs> That's not a personal attack. You're actually a liar. It's a, it's a factual statement that you say things that are untrue. Okay? Sorry. <laughs> Secondly. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Alyssa Milano shows up at the uh, convention. Alyssa Milano, another, remember, uh, who's the boss? Yeah, not Alyssa, I can tell you that. Remember that? Yeah. She was Sam, yeah. the Tony... What was this? Tony Danza? Was that his name? 
You think, I don't remember yeah, the guy. Remember was. the guy from uh, that was he from Taxi? He had that show, Who's the Boss? And yeah. he was the like the house cleaner dude or whatever. And yeah, Tony Danza. Mm-hmm. Tony Danza That's was it, the yeah. son and played by Melissa Milano. I grew up on that show. She's a big anti-gun, anti-civil liberties advocate too, just like Shannon Watts. Uh, she shows up at the NRA convention for a protest outside, sparsely attended, by the way. I was there. So, Joe, there were 80,000 plus people at the NRA convention. There were like, I'll be generous, Joe. I'm being, believe me, I'm being generous. Maybe a couple hundred protests. And one of them, one group at one point, they're in the background. This is a funny story. Sorry, folks. I know I'm going into a lot of stories today about socks, but this is funny. This just goes to show you how kooky the left is. I'm I'm doing a hit for Tucker Carlson live from the convention, and I usually don't do outdoor hits. You know, when there's like literally a camera outdoors, I don't because I I'm almost deaf from my time in the Secret Service. I yeah. can't hear a lot out of my right ear or my left ear from having that squiggly earpiece screaming in my eardrum all the time. That's why I need Wax RX. I'm not even messing with it. They didn't pay for two ads, but that's why I need it. Gets that wax out. It's true. I can't hear anything, so they say, "Hey, can you do an outdoor hit?" I was like, sure, no problem. So I go outside and everything's fine. It was actually pretty quiet around the convention center. And the hit time was like, I don't know, 820 Eastern. I forget mm-hmm. what time it was, Joe. And everything's going great. Paula's, it's just me, the Fox cameraman and Paula. And I always tell Paula, you know, keep your eyes out for in case yes, someone yes. Like, creeps over my back. Paula's good like that. She was like my secret service uh, agent. Good deal. Everything's good. I hear okay, folks, but it's really low. But it's kind of quiet. Next thing I hear. What was hey hey oh hey hey it's getting louder hey hey ho ho hey hey oh these protesters there's about a hundred of them they come around the corner with their signs the NRA for and they're screaming by the way the dopiest protests ever like protesters liberal buddies out there you're not really my buddies but you get it can you get a new line can you get it the hey hey ho ho the NRA's got to go can you Please, I'm not going to use the Lord's name in vain, but can you please get a new chant? You've been screaming that since the 60s. Hey, hey, the, ho, the, ho. That dumbass chant has got to go. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> this, is, this guy. This guy. This guy. Good. There you go. You. This like good fellas. You. 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 Armor cost. We're going to get the, hey, hey, ho, ho. This stupid chant has got to go. You been, Since the Vietnam era, you've been, can you think of something else? So I'm sitting there, and I'm like this, Joe. Oh, I don't think you and I had this much fun the first 15 minutes of the show. I don't think so. I'm going to get some emails on this one. Uh I'm sitting there like this. Paula starts looking at me. She knows I'm deaf. She's like, I wish we had a ditto camp. She's like, I can't believe it. The worst (laughs) timing ever. The hey, hey, ho, ho crowd. They're right behind me. Hey, hey, ho, ho. And I'm like, so I'm praying. Praying Tucker Carlson asks me about these protesters because that was what I just wanted to say. I wanted to take the camera guy. I wanted to get out of the way of the shot and go, cameraman, look at these guys. They have been using this chant for 40 years. Hey, you just fill in the blank. The Vietnam War's got to go. Republicans have got to go. Sarah Palin's got to go. John McCain's got to go. George Bush has got to go. Your money's got to go. Your kids, everything. Just fill in the blank. That's the Democrat. (laughs) So stupid. Can you guys please get a focus group, a PR? Go hire Shannon Watts. She did PR. Please. Just get a new chant. Oh, 
If you're going to interrupt my hit, do something creative, you dopes. Oh, So I'm sitting there. This story's gone on way too long, but it is still funny. <laughs> I don't hear jack squat from Tucker. Not a word. They're like, are you good? I'm like, I'm giving them a thumbs up. Like, I'm good. Meaning, I'm not good. I don't hear anything. But I, I feel bad. I promised them I'd do this hit. So I'm like, if I, I've done enough TV. I don't say this out of any sense of hubris. Don't take it the wrong way. But I've done enough TV that if I get two or three words, I know where they're going with it. Yeah. So all I hear from Tucker, oh, the only thing, Joe, is Muller and Judge. And I'm like, okay, he must be talking about the, the uh, Judge, T.S. Ellis, who basically dismantled the Mueller team in court last week, telling him, hey, man, what does this have to do with on the Manafort case? What does this have to do with collusion? So I give the answer. I then hear some mumbles in my ear, and it's Tucker next, and I hear something about the media. So I go to my you know media file, and I answer that question. At the end of the head, I get off the ice at Paula. She's like, how did you just do that? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, I, all I heard was media, Mueller, and judge. That was it. And it just goes to show you, like, when you do enough, you just can kind of, you got to feel it. Folks, I, all I heard was, hey, hey, ho, ho. And then, oh my gosh, this is going on too long. But it's still, and there's helicopters overhead watching the protesters. So I I'm like, this is the worst hit ever. I get off the air and people are texting me. That was awesome. I'm like, it was? I'm like, I had no idea what I was answering at all. I'm like, if, if Tucker could have said like, Dan, how do you feel about the color red versus black? Bob Mueller and those courts. Let me tell you something. He got called out by that. Ju- uh, what? Thank God. I guessed the right question. I mean that. I'm, I was like praying, please tell me this is right because it would have been really odd. But that's my story of the NRA convention. Um, <laughs> let me get back to a little bit. So I'll be covering this tonight on my show too. Alyssa Milano, I have video of this video of this shows up at this rally with the hey hey ho ho people, right? Yeah. She shows up, Joe. She has this guy standing behind her in a suit, trying to look all Secret Service. Yeah, you know where this is going. Yeah. So the NRA TV crew hat tip to Ben Howe and and uh, Chuck Holton uh, and the NRA TV crew that went out there, and they're looking at this guy and Joe, the guy protecting anti-gun advocate. Yes, I'm saying this right, Alyssa Milano from. Who's the boss? He's got a suspicious bulge on his right side. He starts pushing away like in a threatening manner. The NRA TV crew, you need to get out of here. You need to go. You need to go. You need to go. But keep in mind, it's a public sidewalk. This guy, from what I know, is not a cop. At least he's not acting as a law enforcement officer. Starts pushing them away. The NRA TV crew, and they're all their brilliance, gets a video of his right side. He's got a suspicious bulge. Now, in the Secret Service... that could go in a few different places. But yeah. for this case, you know where I'm going with this one, right? Yes. We call this in the Secret Service when we look for weapons in a crowd. Like when I was an agent, we knew to look before you got on the line. We would call that printing. Okay. Printing is when a firearm and its handle prints on a jacket. So let's say you have a suit jacket or a sport coat over a hip holster, a pancake holster mm-hmm. with a weapon. It, it prints, it show, and if you know exactly what to look for, you'll see it. Well, I want you to look at this video or watch my show later. We'll play the video. And you'll see that this guy is carrying a firearm. You're like, wait, wait, what? You're at an anti-gun rally telling people how dangerous and useless firearms are as you're protected by a dude with a firearm. And Joe, they see no hypocrisy in this whatsoever, none. And this goes to show you the intellectual vacuum the <laughs> yeah. left lives in. I mean, it's it's 
Do you understand you're like lemmings? These people, guys who and ladies who are following these people. You understand you're following them off a cliff, right? They do not believe what they're telling you. Michael Moore, big anti-gun advocate. Oh, remember when his bodyguard, uh, there was a story about his bodyguard with a firearm, Michael Moore. Do you mm-hmm. understand they're protected with firearms, right? But please tell me you understand this. To the liberals listening to my show, because I get your emails. You understand you're being led by complete total frauds. Listen, ladies, gents, libs, think what you want. You don't like guns? Fine. You're free to not like them. You're free to not own them. I just want you to know the people leading you like lemmings off a cliff, please understand, are nothing but hypocrites. They are complete, total frauds. Full stop, period. They are protected with guns. Why they lecture you about how bad guns are. You are being led by dopes. I mean, what... and what, one final story on the firearms issue, because i got to move on. I really have a lot to cover. Um, I have a story in the show notes today, a Breitbart story. It's a pretty good one. But the National, what is it, Shooting Sports Foundation or something like the NSSF, they, um, you know, Dick Sporting Goods, who took all their firearms off the shelves and is now turning into an anti-government. And by the way, you know, don't ever shop at a Dick Sporting Goods again. Um, I it, Listen, I can't tell you what to do. I can only tell you I would never... You could if Dick's today, Dick's Sporting Goods. That's well, one yeah. of the best and, lines and, ever. And there's a lot of a lot Remember of that stores. Show? Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of Dicks. Dicks, the Dicks are everywhere. Yeah, Dicks are all over the place. I I, I can't get away from them. They're in Dicks. Yeah, you know. Scott <laughs> <laughs> off the rails today's show completely. But the listen, I'm just energetic today. I, I was I, I'm back home. I'm in my studio, and I'm just fired up because all, doing shows on the road. Now I'm in my comfort zone again. Dicks made a bad move. Dicks, <laughs> <laughs> don't cut that. Just leave it. I'm a, yeah, I, I'm leaving. <laughs> I can't. So dicks, <laughs> don't go into dicks. You know. Just dicks. <laughs> Bottom line is the NSSF kicked them out. Good for you. Said, no thanks, dicks. We're good. You guys are gone. <laughs> so I got an email from a guy this weekend who said he was in a mall that was rather crowded, Joe. Right. He goes, Dan, I'm not kidding. I walked by dicks, empty. He says, nobody in there. Good for you. All right. You want to take away our rights and protect ourselves? You want to join the, the lobbying effort against the Second Amendment? Good for you. But we're out. Thanks. Well, now we know better. All right. Uh, let me get to this because I want to switch gears a little bit. Uh, enough on the gun stuff. But uh, it was an interesting week at the NRA. And I did meet it, Joe. You got a lot of people who came up to me and, and asked. Uh, how oh, thanks, everyone. This. He's great. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at iTarget. Ladies and gentlemen, anybody can buy a firearm. And they're, candidly speaking, not that difficult to shoot. You pull the trigger. But that's not the responsible way to do it. You all know that. If you're going to get a firearm, you're going to practice for self-defense, you're a police officer, you're in the military, you're a first-time gun owner, you want to learn to be proficient. You obviously, if if God forbid you're ever involved in a self-defense scenario, none of us want to be involved in that. But if you were, you want to be able to hit what you're firing at to defend yourself, defend your, uh, or defend your home or defend your family. One of the best ways to do it is to dry fire. What is What is dry firing? We did this a lot uh, in the Secret Service when I was there. Dry firing is when you safely unload your weapon. If it's a revolver, you open the cylinder, you check, you check twice, you check three times, you make sure it's unloaded, and you pull the trigger on a safely unloaded firearm. 
And obviously, there's no round in it, so you get to practice safely in, in your own home. You always point it in a safe direction, of course. Uh, and you get to practice your sight alignment, your trigger control, equal light on both sides of those sights, level across the top. You learn to get to, we would call that sight picture. Uh, on a semi-automatic, rack the slide to the rear. Make sure you, you uh, finger probe that safe and empty chamber. Look, look away, look again, look back, look away. Make sure it's unloaded. What the iTarget Pro system is, is it is a laser round they will send you. You drop that laser round, the firearm you have now. You don't have to make any manipulations. And when you dry fire the weapon with that laser round in it, it'll emit a laser, and you'll see where the round would have gone. Obviously, with a dry fire, you have no idea. You're, you're firing an unloaded weapon. But with the laser, you see exactly where it would have gone. People love, love, love this. My father can't put it down. He loves it. I sent him one for his 9mm. The website is the letter I, targetpro.com. That's I, targetpro. Com. Remember, competitive shooters dry fire 10 times more than they live fire at the range. Go to itargetpro.com. It's a great product. Use promo code DAN for 10% off. Get proficient with that firearm. It may save your life. itargetpro.com, promo code DAN. Okay, um, stunning news this weekend. Uh, I'm. Uh, by the way, let me do a little bit of a mea culpa here. I broke my own uh, rule, Joe, on Friday, hmm. and I'm a little... Uh, horrified at it i'm not gonna say embarrassed because i shouldn't be but friday and i'm not kidding I'm, I'm being a little sarcastic but i reported on a story in passing um that i should have obeyed my own rules on now joe remember on friday when i said to you that and was it nbc news had reported that uh one of the news outlets had reported that michael cohen Trump's personal attorney mm-hmm. that his phones had been tapped. Yes. Um, it was reported by them in multiple outlets. Now, my rule for that kind of stuff is typically wait 24 hours. I'm not kidding. I know it's going to sound like I'm trying to be funny and maybe funny or not, but it's not a joke. My rule on that, when it's reported by the New York Times, the Washington Post, or hack mainstream media outlets, is to wait 24 hours if it's an anti-Trump story. I'm not kidding, because typically the story will be retracted um, and rescinded. Now, we have seen this over and over. The Don Trump uh, Jr. uh, story about receiving the WikiLeaks email. We've seen this about the Trump Deutsche Bank records. The Mike Flynn story about how he was asked to contact the Russians while Trump was a candidate. All of these stories, remember the Joy Behar thing? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we got him. Mm Mm-hmm. They all turned out to be fake news because the media is largely fake news now. Sadly, I wish they weren't. Instead of waiting, and forgive me for this, folks, I reported on the story on Friday instead of waiting 24 hours. Now, Joe and I recorded that show super early, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even have time to read the news because I had to get down to the convention. The story's not true. Again, it's more fake news. It's on me. I mean it. It's my, it's my own rule. My own rule is wait 24 hours because the media is fake. Um, and, and don't embarrass yourself. Now, I'm horrified that I did that, but I did want to get that story out there. And I figured, sh- shamefully on me, kind of punching myself, mm. like that pitcher, who that Astros pitcher, who gave it the home run, must knocked himself out. I should have known that a story like that was going to be fake. Um, and I... I I didn't, and I put it out there. Well, what really happened? And I want to get to a bigger story here about this. Trump's personal attorney, his office, now at least, the story's been retracted, apparently was not wiretapped. Wiretapped meaning, so we're talking about the same terms, Joe. Mm -hmm. 
Wiretap meaning they are listening in on a two-way conversation. In other words, I call Joe if the federal government had a criminal wire, a Title III wiretap on us. They would be listening to what me and Joe said. Some guy is listening on, literally listening to what me and Joe are saying. Joe and I are talking about whatever, Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah. Um, that's what they're listening to. According to the retraction, now that is not what happened. Now, shame on us for reporting on mainstream media stuff without waiting for the retraction. It's funny, but it's, I'm not even trying to be funny. Yeah, folks, wait 24 hours because you will be embarrassed. They will retract the story. They've done this over and over. Now, what happened was they did have something, Uncle, but it was not a, which is bad enough, but the story is still ugly. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just not as ugly as it was on Friday. They had what's known as a pen register going or a DNR, like a dialed number recorder. That's different than a wiretap. So, Joe, in, in a wiretap, they're listening to me and you. Mm-hmm. A pen register, like a DNR, they're just getting a log of the numbers I dialed, but not the content. Okay. So they'll know I dialed you, like, you know, we talk all the time. Like, I dialed you at Friday at 310. Right. Joe, he dialed Joe's number, whatever, you know, 555-1212. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the old movie. Remember the movie number when I had to make up Perfect. a number? That was <laughs> it. So, yeah, that's, that, that's what it was, folks. It was a pen, which is a pen register or a DNR, which is far different than a wiretap. Again, my apologies. I got a few emails. People were like, Dan, how did you not? I, I recorded that thing super early and did not have time, and I broke my own rule. And I'm never afraid to go back and say I was wrong. But you folks, I'm just warning you, if you are in this space, do not report on mainstream media stories about Trump. Give it 24 hours because I'm telling you a number of times these stories have been pulled back. Now, let me throw something out at you. And for those of you who are new listeners, you haven't heard this before. Some of our regular listeners may remember this show. Let's just say I have it on pretty good authority from some folks that this this may be fitting into a prior MO by people on the inside engaged in a very specific tactic here. What do I mean? Folks, don't you find it odd that we have right now a series of leaks that have come out, prominent, big-time leaks, about stories that reflect very poorly on the Trump administration. This is now the fourth one. I guess probably more, but the fourth one I can count that mainstream media outlets have all jumped on and they've all gotten the same fact wrong, but the general gist of the story is right. Mm. You remember this show, Joe? You see where I'm going with this? Let me explain to you. Yeah, I remember. If you were going to out a leaker, let me give you the example I used because it's a good one. Last time we spoke yeah, that was about good. This. Yeah, the Miami Vice movie. And a lot of people hated the movie. The uh, the Jamie Fox, uh, uh, what's his name, Colin Farrell remake of the movie. Now I wouldn't watch Jamie Fox anymore since he hit the cops after that Quentin Tarantino thing. But I did watch the movie back then, and sometimes it appears on HBO or whatever. And in the movie, Jamie Fox and Colin Farrell. They play two Miami anti-narcotics detectives, right? Narcotics division detectives. And they think there's a mole in law enforcement working with the drug dealers. In other words, a cop, a bad cop telling the drug dealers when the cops are coming for him. Like, hey, they're going to raid you next week. Get out of town, right? So what they do is they run this operation, this undercover operation, where they pretend to be drug dealers themselves. And what they drug runners, as a matter of fact. And what they do is they give out 
pieces of information to different law enforcement entities, but every piece of information different uh, diff- is different by, say, one day. Because they want to figure out which agency is leaking the info. So if I give out that, hey, we're going to do a drug drop on January 2nd to five different agencies, you don't know which one of the five leaked it, Joe. Right. But if I go to five agencies and I think there's a leak and I say, hey, FBI, we're going to do the drop on January 1st. DEA, we're going to do it on January 2nd. ATF, we're going to do it on January 4th. NYPD, we're going to do it on January 6th. And all of a sudden, the leak comes out and you know we find out that the drug dealers found out there's going to be a drop on January 6th. We know the leak came from the NYPD. There's a part in the movie where that happens. And they find out who the leaker is that way. Folks, I'm convinced this is what's happening now. And even I got baited into it Friday by not waiting. Mm. We have seen four stories now where one piece of information was wrong, but the story was right. I believe it was leaked deliberately by white hats, good people inside the government, trying to find out who's leaking information and strategically doing it that way by manipulating one fact to out the leakers. Uh Now, let's go through the stories. The first story was the, uh, the Don Trump Jr. email. The Don Trump Jr. story was that Donald Trump Jr. had received an email from WikiLeaks saying that, hey, here's this link to this treasure trove of information that will help your dad's campaign out or whatever it was. And the story that leaked into the media was, look, WikiLeaks sent Donald Trump information. Oh, my gosh. Folks, what's the problem? The date was wrong. I believe it was wrong on purpose. Now, what does the date have to do with it? The date they got wrong. The date that the email was sent to Don Trump Jr., which he didn't respond to, by the way, at all. Which I, I mean, So what? Donald Trump Jr. got spammed. Like, that's the story. Mm-hmm. But by the time the information was sent to Trump Jr., it was already out in the public. It was already out there on the internet. Yeah. How can you have like, hey, information was leaked to Don Trump Jr.? Really? It's on Google. They backdated the date. I'm, I'm telling you that happened on purpose. And it happened on purpose to make it look like a bigger story than uh-huh. it was. So idiots in the media would report and they could out the leakers. The second story, Mike Flynn, uh, General Mike Flynn, when he was when Trump was a candidate, was asked to reach out to the Russians to like negotiate some back channel. The media, Joy Behar. Yes, they were all over. They were celebrating. Loved this story, folks. They were rocking and rolling with this thing. We finally got them. Collusion. What was the problem? Yeah, Mike Flynn talked to the Russians. When Trump was the president-elect and he was the incoming national security advisor, the whole story was wrong. Again, it was just the date. I'm telling you, somebody put that out there intentionally with the wrong date, knowing gullible anti-Trump suckers in the media would report on it. And it serves a twofold purpose. I'm not saying the second one is intentional, but the first purpose is to out leakers, Joe. Right. The second purpose, uh, well, not purpose, but the second, at least byproduct of it, is it makes the media look like the complete idiots they are. Now, remember, all of these stories have an element of truth to them. Why? But why does that matter, Mm -hmm. Joe? To make them believable. Sure. Because the media is not going to report on something. I mean, listen, for as bad as they are, it has to be somewhat believable. Right. Somewhat. Doesn't mean they won't lie, which they did, but it has to be somewhat believable. So that you, you get the game they're playing, Joe? Sure. What was the third story? Yeah. Third story. Breaking news, Trump, 
They're looking at his bank records from Deutsche Bank. Oh, my gosh. Look, they finally got him. Bank records. This guy's been involved in all kinds of bad deals. Turns out later, yeah, they were looking at Deutsche Bank, but not Trump's bank records. It was someone else in that sphere. Again, the stories, the big story's true, but one specific detail's wrong every time. Now, you see the pattern? Sure do. They're spying on Michael Cohen. It's a fill in the blank. Pen register. That's Hmm. the true story, which is a big deal nonetheless. But that's not the detail the media got. The media got, it's a wiretap. Exclusive. Trump's lawyer wiretapped. Oh, my gosh. Look what we got. Er, Wrong. Again. Four times, media. Egg on your face. Uh, Correction. Now, folks, listen. Corrections happen. I get it. I've, I've done them on my show. But I'm just trying to tell you, folks, the media in their anti-Trump zealotry, the media is so eager to scoop up fake news that they don't sit back and wait. And that's my fault on Friday for not waiting on the fake news to come out. I should have known it was fake news because I know the pattern. I've talked about it on, you remember the show Mm -hmm. where I mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. This is, folks, they're outing leakers. It has to be. There is no reason all of these stories keep coming out from so-called credible sources that are fake these credible sources are either playing the media or are being played themselves so they get outed there's no other way around it i'm absolutely sure <laughs> all right uh finally today's show brought to you by our buddies at brick house nutrition we love brick house one of my favorite products out there i take their stuff on the road i took with me by the way foundation which is their staple product. I love it. It was one of their first products out there. It's how I found Brickhouse Nutrition. And when I first found these guys, I said, guys, listen, you got to send me this stuff because if it's bad, I'm not going to promote, I mean, I'm not going to promote a bad product. They sent me a couple bottles of foundation. I was blown away. I'm not kidding. I, was, I always tell people, try the mirror test. You think I'm messing with you. What's the mirror test? This is a creatine ATP mix, this product. And what you need to do is go take a look at yourself in the mirror. Take a mental snapshot. You know, my, most of us aren't comfortable mirror selfies of ourselves, right? It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. A couple in my in my phone I may have sent to my wife once or day. Hey, check out this guy. <laughs> Wink it or not, right? <laughs> mirror self. Other than that, we try to keep them off. I don't want to even break it into like my iCloud or anything like that, right? Not that there's anything crazy on there, but you get what I mean. Take a mental snapshot of what you got going, right? Take it for seven days, foundation. Maybe five to seven. You may not even need seven days. Go back. Look at yourself in the mirror after seven days. You will be duly impressed. This stuff's amazing. It's incredible. It's a, it's the best nutrition product I've ever taken for looking better, feeling better, and having more energy. It's called foundation. It's like having two extra gas tanks in the gym. You get this volumizing effect in your muscles. It makes your muscles look, uh, you get that tonage to your muscles, and tonage you may have never seen before. It is a fantastic product. Go check it out. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Check it out. The product is called Foundation. It is the best creatine ATP product on the market today. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go check it out. All right. Um, this show, uh, this story is just incredibly disturbing, troubling. And folks, it should enrage you in an action-oriented way at the election booth. The election booth, because remember, the the violence is the liberal thing. I can't say that enough. That is the purview of the liberal crowd, the Antifa crowd, uh, you know, the the pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon crowd. But this should really anger you enough to motivate you in the midterm elections to do something, to go find volunteer, go find some good quality conservatives and get these false, phony, fake, fraudulent liberals 
out of office. What's the story? Um, it'll be in the show notes today. I encourage you to check it out. Great story about what it's from the Washington Examiner. Joe, did you hear what John Kerry did this week? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. This is just so, I mean, such a slap in the face. Yes, it is. Let me tell you what he did first, because it's going to get you angry. And then let me tell you what I think has to happen at this point. So mm-hmm. a little back uh, background on it. Mike Flynn, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, who we were talking about before, who was a victim of the fake news cycle. Mike Flynn was prosecuted by witch hunter Bob Mueller for making false statements to the FBI, despite the fact, now we know this, by the way, due to unredactions by uh, Devin Nunez and the House investigative report, for crimes the FBI themselves don't believe Flynn committed. Flynn spoke with the Russian ambassador as the incoming national security advisor. Nothing wrong with that, by the way, about a sanctions policy, right? Mm -hmm. Flynn did not remember that when he spoke to the FBI. So he, he, he didn't know if he had spoken about the sanctions or not. Now, there's a reason. I'll get to that in a second. Flynn, Mike Flynn, an American patriot, was prosecuted and charged with false statements to the FBI, despite the fact that the FBI agents interviewing him did not believe he was lying to them. We know that because Jim Comey told the House that, despite the fact, ironically, Joe, that Jim Comey is now lying about that. Right. Jim Comey is in the media saying, I don't remember saying we thought uh, Mike Flynn wasn't being deceptive. It's in the transcript, Jim. It was just unredacted. Just look at what you said. No evidence of physical deception. Eye contact indicated there was no deception. So you're prosecuting an American hero, a decorated military officer, for false statements you guys didn't believe was false and weren't believe, didn't believe were false. Excuse me. Remember, though, how that case started. The genesis of that was Sally Yates, Obama uh, uh, bootlicker, who was in the Department of Justice in an upper-level management position. I think she was the acting attorney general, a deputy at the time. Mm-hmm. Sally Yates, obviously an Obama, a, a partisan. Uh, she's a politician, Sally Yates, nothing more. Um, she's not a legitimate uh, lawyer. She's not a, a, a blind justice operator. She's nothing but a politician and, a, and a, a flunky for Obama. Sally Yates and Obama don't like Flynn. So they decide they're going to go after Flynn. But they don't have anything on Flynn. He's a military officer. They don't have a crime on Flynn. So they invent a crime. That crime was the Logan Act. The Logan Act, which has never been successfully prosecuted in the history of the United States, it is a joke. It is the jaywalking of federal crimes. Not even the jaywalking, as I say, because people have actually been gotten tickets for jaywalking. The Logan Act is a unconstitutional, unserious law that's not taken seriously by anyone. Sally Yates and Obama's team come up with this scheme that, oh, Flynn was talking to the Russian ambassador? Yeah. While he wasn't the official National Security Advisor yet, he was just incoming. Mm-hmm. Well, the Logan Act prohibits private citizens from conducting diplomacy with foreign governments, by the way, which is entirely unconstitutional. So we're going to go and interview Flynn. That's how the whole interview started with the FBI that he they claimed he was lying in. Are you tracking me, Joe? 10-4. They, they had no crime to interview him for. So they walk in, hey, let's get him on the Logan Act. Has anybody ever been prosecuted Logan Act? No, but we can start now. We're Obama. This is the Obama team. Let's be inventive. Let's be creative. Let's be judicial entrepreneurs. We can find something. Let's get them on felonious mopery. No, no, I got a better one. Let's use the Logan Act. 
<laughs> because he talked to the Russian ambassador. He was the incoming national security advisor, folks. This is a joke. If the Logan Act were serious, Dennis Rodman would be in jail for going to North Korea. So would other private citizens who've gone all the Palestinians and everywhere else trying to conduct, quote, diplomacy. Why am I bringing up this old story again? Oh, breaking news this weekend. Don't miss this piece in the show notes at Bongino.com, by the way. Please read it because it'll show you the utter complete frauds, total phonies, the moral vacuum these, these, these dirty liberals live in. They are dirty. They're dirty, filthy players. We find out this weekend that John Kerry, private citizen, Joe, Mm -hmm. no formal government title at all, has been doing what? He's been negotiating with the Iranians to save the Iran deal. The Iranians, the death to America crowd. Read the, you think I'm making this up? John Kerry, private citizen, no formal government role now whatsoever, has been negotiating with the Iranians to save the Iran deal, which creates a path to a nuclear weapon for the Iranians. Do you believe this? Do you believe what I'm telling you right now? Now, I could drone on and whine on about this all day. Right. Prosecute John Kerry. Now, I get it. There are going to be a lot of you out there, and I understand this. I, I, I'm not, I know because I'll get your emails. There are some of you who will say, you know, Dan, you're saying on one hand that the Logan Act is a joke. It's a farce. It is. It's potentially unconstitutional. The case would probably be thrown out in court. That's fine. Don't care. You may say, well, Dan, we're stooping to their level now. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not stooping to anything. Here's prosecute John Kerry. If anyone in the Justice Department is listening, prosecute John Kerry today. I'm not kidding. Prosecute. You know why? This will never, ever stop. Right. The, but folks, the rule of law is done. Let, let, don't please I, well, email me whatever you. I'll read it anyway because I appreciate your emails. But I'm, let me just counteract this immediately. If your email is going to say, Dan, we're never going to get back to the rule of law if we violate the rule of law. You're telling me it's unconstitutional. Folks, the rule of law is gone. You understand it's done? They have spied on the Trump team with no evidence. They have prosecuted members of the Trump team in malicious prosecutions out the wazoo. They have bankrupted families. Remember the Michael Caputo piece I talked about last week? This, this guy who just volunteered from the Trump team who's been bankrupted. Emptied his kid's college fund to defend himself against false charges. The rule of law is gone. It's done. It's been swept out of the house. There's nothing left. In order to get back to the rule of law and to show the Democrats the folly of having scrapped the constitutional republic in favor of absurd, outrageous, emotional attacks on President Trump and everyone in his orbit, the only way, the only way to get back to the rule of law and to get back to the starting line in a legitimate constitutional republic is to take the rules that the Democrats are using against us and turn them on them. It's the only way. Prosecute John Kerry prosecute it make him go make him do exactly what my send the fbi mike flynn was forced to do send the fbi to his house interview mike flynn uh, excuse me just like they interviewed flynn send the fbi to john Kerry's house interview him i get it his wife's a a quadrillionaire whatever i don't care interview john Kerry. prosecute him file charges on logan act violations And, and by the way if he doesn't answer every single question honestly Prosecute him for false charges, just like Papadopoulos and Mike Flynn were charged. He doesn't want a lawyer subpoena him. 
I mean, excuse me, he doesn't want to talk. Get a subpoena for him. He doesn't want, you know, he can still plead the fifth. Make him talk about someone else. Go after John Kerry. Prosecute John Kerry today. You went after and you destroyed a man's life over the Logan Act. Now let's see how, uh, let's, by the way, one more point on this too. Hmm. If I can just return to it, because the initial comment, I kind of glossed over it, but this is important. Here's what's fascinating. More hypocrisy about the liberals who are now Jim Comey acolytes that love him. Former FBI director. Comey clearly, clearly says in this transcript that the FBI agents who interviewed Mike Flynn, who were charged with false statements, did not believe he was being deceptive. How exactly you make a false statement, a lying charge, while simultaneously claiming the guy you're interviewing isn't being deceptive, is a, 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 a construction of only a hack like Jim Comey. And then he lies about it in the interview with Brett Baer. I, I don't remember saying that. No, uh, Jim, it's in the transcript. I don't remember saying it. Well, oh, you don't remember? So Matt, we're supposed to give you a pass because you see where I'm going with this, Joe? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to give me a pass, Jim Comey, a pass, because now he does. he's misremembering. Mm-hmm. But notice, Joe, Mike Flynn got no such pass when he was asked to remember the conversation with the Russian ambassador. No, Mike Flynn, they, no signs of deception at all. They thought he may have been having some trouble recalling it by his memory. They didn't believe he was lying. But there was no accommodation for Mike Flynn at all for these so-called memory issues Jim Comey seems to be having now on the campaign trail for his book. And Jim Comey, this phony, fake fraud, Jim Comey, who I have zero respect for, now gets all the accommodations in the world for left. Oh, he's just misremembering. Oh, like you make Mike Flynn? No, 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 he lied. Yeah, but they said he didn't lie. Um, okay, whatever. Racist, transphobic, Islamophobic, phobophobic, histophobe. Uh, what? Huh? You understand the intellectual black hole liberals live in? I'm not knocking all Democrats, but liberals are sincerely some of the dumbest people on the planet. I know I'm going to get some. I get it. Dan, you know, we're trying to convert liberals. Don't talk. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's not. It's not. We're not trying to do that. I am not converting liberals on the show. They are lost. They are lemmings. They are. They live in a black hole. I never want to understand. I'm not trying to go there. I'm not trying to rescue them. What I'm trying to do is salvage maybe the 10 or 15% of the population that's registered Democrat that still doesn't understand that the party's been hijacked by a bunch of Looney Tunes idiots. I don't care about the radical left at all. I am tired of being nice to them. I am tired of placating them. Prosecute them. Use the same rules they used against Mike Flynn. Put John Kerry in handcuffs and perp walk him. You know what, Joe? Serve a search warrant, just like you did to Paul Manafort's house at 4 o'clock in the, in the, in the morning yeah. when they woke up his wife in her night clothes. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Oh, my gosh. We can't do it. Why not? They did it to the Manafort. Hey, Dan, that's not the rule of law. There is no what rule. What are you talking about? They bankrupted a decorated military officer and the incoming national security advisor for no crime at all. Now, two more points on this. This is important. And trust me on this one. I'm asking you, please. Why did Mike Flynn not just say to the FBI that he had spoken to the Russian uh, ambassador about the sanctions? Folks, Mike, Mike Flynn was on vacation when that call was received. Mike Flynn was the director of the Department of, of excuse me, the DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency. Mm-hmm. 
Joe, you think Mike Flynn is a former senior, high-ranking, decorated military officer who's been in Intel his entire career? You think he knew on a phone overseas in the Dominican he was probably being listened to talking to the Russian ambassador? Yeah, I think so. I'd say yes, Joe. Yeah. That's a good analysis. Very good. Go. Now, you were not an Intel officer or Secret Service agent or anything like that. Correct? No, I'm not, and, Dan. And, and you, you can pretty much figure out that Mike Flynn knew he was being listened to, right? That I can, Dan. Mike Flynn, by the way, when he's interviewed by these FBI agents at the White House, doesn't request an attorney or anything like that. He talks with them freely. What I'm trying to tell you is Mike Flynn didn't remember the conversation for a reason. Mike Flynn was on vacation at the time. Mike Flynn was taking a break before he get into office. What do people do on vacation? You know, they probably go out, you know, have a good time. I'm not telling you, Mike Flynn. I'm just saying um, maybe Mike Flynn had been out. It was late at night. You know, maybe he was out with his family and maybe, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mike Flynn did not remember the conversation. Just like Jim Comey mysteriously doesn't remember saying Mike Flynn wasn't being deceptive. It's because he wasn't. He really could not recall the specifics of what they talked about. Mike Flynn knew he was being listened to. If Mike Flynn thought he was under a criminal investigation and thought he was going to lie, don't you think he would have said, Joe, ah, I need the White House lawyer or some lawyer here? That's yeah. not what he said. He talked with them openly and freely. And what did he get for it? Handcuffs. Disgraceful. Prosecute John Kerry today. All right, what's my last story? Oh, oh, wow. Wait, can I just give you some, I'm running out of time, so I want to give you some economic numbers quick, and I'll get this last story, because this is going to be in the show notes. This is from the Wall Street Journal today, their opinion column, uh, but it's not, you know, it's subscriber only, so I'm going to leave it out. But I want to just give you some quick numbers, because Democrats out there will continue to tell you how uh, Trump is a big racist and doesn't like Hispanics or immigrants or whatever, and I found these numbers to completely knock that argument out of the park. It's stupid, it's silly, it's made up, it's fabricated, but here are some numbers for you to back it up. So the jobless rate has fallen, Joe, to a remarkable 3.9%. Really yeah. nice job by the Trump administration. Joe, it's even better. Hmm. Black unemployment, mm-hmm. the jobless rate is down 1.3 percentage points to 6.6. It has been below 7% now for the last four or five months. That's a record. Yeah, man. Hispanic unemployment has matched record lows, 4.8%. Also, people without a college diploma, Workers 25 or older, employees 25 or older. Mm-hmm. The crowd that, you know, the, the so-called like, you know, the, the, the guy, the, the middle class worker that the Democrats are supposed to champion. Unemployment rates down to 5.9%. Folks, why am I even bringing this up before I get to the story? Everything the Democrats are telling you about taking care of the black community, the Hispanic community, you know, the forgotten guy without the college diploma. That's actually happening under Trump. That's happening now. It wasn't happening under Obama. You can argue that all you want about how Obama took care of the little guy. You're just factually wrong. You're just incorrect, and you're just making it up. It's actually happening now under Trump. You do what you want. You vote for who you want for. I'm not, this, is, listen, this isn't a tutorial on, uh, it's, it's not. You want it on voting and voting practices, do what you want. I'm just telling you, you are categorically voting against your interests. If, if the economy is one of your primary... Is your big impetus to go out and vote, and you're voting for the Democrats because they are not on your team. Those numbers are down to record lows under Trump, not under Obama, 
who had eight years to turn it around and screwed it up at every single turn. All right, here's the last story. This is in the show notes. Please read this today. It's an IJ uh, 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 Independent Journal Review article. It's a really good one. I'll be chatting about this tonight on my NRA TV show too. There are a couple of uh, Minnesota state uh, Democrat state senators that came out and opposed a bill to put posters that say, In God We Trust, in public schools. Oh, yeah, I saw that. You saw this? Yeah. Now, one of them gives a speech remarkably and says he's offended by this This, this In God We Trust. I, ju- I, I was on Fox and Friends this morning, and I just wanted to sum up the show by saying this, folks. Understand why this is happening from the larger 30,000-foot view. The radical far left does not want competition for the state. Steve Ducey, I guess, liked it because he asked me to repeat it. He goes, Dan, say that again. Like, what exactly do you mean? The radical far left needs you surgically attached to government for everything, for your financial well-being, for your health care, for your kids' schooling, everything. Big government is it. It is their only ethos. It's what they live by. It is, it is, it's, it's their every breathing moment is detaching you from your family and attaching you to the government. One of the things that gives you your individual big R rights, one of the, the, uh, the, 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 the house we built it on is the idea that these are God, capital G, God given rights. The left can't have that. God is competition for them, for the state. Think about why. It's very simple. I could get into the anti-anti-communist stuff and the other stuff I've gone into on other shows. Maybe I will another day. But this is really simple. If you believe that rights, little r rights, come from the state, the right to keep your money, therefore the state can change it. Well, the state says now, Joe, you can only keep 20%. Mm -hmm. We used to say you can keep 80%. Now we're going to flip it. You're going to give us 80%. If you're a liberal and you believe that, yet you're a conservative and you believe that you have your big R rights to your own financial well-being, your big R rights to your own right to protect yourself, your big R rights to your own health care, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are granted by God, not government. That is in direct conflict with this big government ethos the left lives by. It's as simple as that. It's competition. Mm-hmm. They need to gov- the government to dictate the rules, not God. And we use God as our staple, as our lodestar. They use government. It's competition. This is a very deliberate tactic by the left, this war on God and this war on religion. It's not a mistake. But I want you to read the piece and read some of the quotes. The guy finds it offensive. This is the lurch of the left. It is only going to get worse. Now, I said I don't get the strategy, and I don't. I get what they're doing. I mean, I just explained to you what they're doing. But what I don't get, Joe, is they seem to think that faith-based... Faith-based folks are going to take this lying down, and they're not. No, 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 no. They are going to act out at the elect, you know, at the election booth. They are going to act out as activists, and you know, of course, the again, the violent stuff is for the left. But they are not going to take this lying down. The Democrats, you are going to continue to hemorrhage voters as you continue to savage religion and God at every opportunity. It's really, really pathetic. One of the dumbest political strategies I've ever seen. But as I tweeted out this weekend, keep it up, libs. Watch your party just club. You're going to be a radical group of 10 percenters. That's it. You're going to have about 10% of the population. You'll be left with nothing. Insane. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Big news tomorrow about um, the store. I know you were all excited about that. My wife's been working really hard on it. And thanks again to everybody who had really nice things at the NRA convention. I appreciate it. Go to Bongino.com. Check out the show notes today. 
Um, they're really good. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.